Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, Blog Talk. Thank you all for tuning in and listening on tonight. We are also on Facebook Live. If you are listening on Facebook Live and viewing on Facebook Live as well as listening on Blog Talk, please share tonight's service. This is April 1st. As we grew up, we knew it as April Fool's Day. But don't be no fool today. This is no joke, nor is this a... Uh, a celebration we used to call when we were children and young adults and teenagers and young adults, April Fool's Day. Now, today is a day that I'm recapping what Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, and Blog Talk has been sharing with the body of Christ since January. Uh, Sunday services uh, is Apostles uh, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. That's her service that's hosted by Minister Sheila Kaiser and Minister Brandon Kaiser. But on our Monday nights and Friday night services, I am the host, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, and some uh, Sundays and Fridays, the ministers that have that uh, portion of that time, they carry on by themselves. And uh, sometimes I'm a part of the ministry with them, but on their days, whether it's the first, second, third, fourth, or even the fifth Monday, we allow them to carry on the service as they see fit, not as we see fit, because they have their ministry that God has given them, and they are sharing their ministry with us because God have allowed them to be ministers to share with us. What we're going to do, we're going to um, start off with just going by the Word of God. I'm just getting my Bible set up so when it's time to read. Okay. For the month of January, I'm just going to flip through my notes. I, I was asking God, God, what can I say to the body of Christ on tonight? What can I say to our viewers and our listeners? God, what can I say? And God just started touching my heart with about the things that he had put in the different ministers' hearts to speak on when they speak to us. So in the month of January, we started off with that month of prayer in the month of January. But from the first Monday through the last Monday in January, we started out with man should always pray. Man should always be praying. There's no reason that we should not pray or be praying, okay? We also learned that God restores his people. Mm. When you get serious and get before God and you trust and depend on him, God restores us. No matter what we're going through, God restores us. We also learned on a Monday that God can still use you no matter what you have done. Mm. Now, these are Monday services and these are Friday services. We want you all to understand, regardless what day they came, but this is in the month of January 2022. After we found out no matter what you've done, whether it was when you were younger or now, no matter what you've done, God still has use for you. We also found out we need to learn how to discern the voice of God. Mm-hmm. You know, his words say that when you know his voice, no other voice will you follow uh, when you learn his voice. 
We also learn to that um, God set up the foundation of a family. Mm-hmm. It was not just something that happened. It was not just something that sounds good, looks good. God set up families. He set up the foundation, what families should be, how families should go, and how family is set up and made up, and how family gets is uh, replenished. The husband and the wife replenishes the earth. God set up family, mothers, fathers, sons, daughters. God set up family, okay? Sisters and brothers, I don't want nobody to feel they was left out, aunties, uncles, or so on, so on, cousins, let's call, you know, family. We also learned that the devil didn't look for Job, but God can trust Job, so God offered Job up that God can it, can God trust you that he can offer you up because no matter what, he knows you're not going to forget him, turn your back on him, or blame him. We learned that it's in his word. We also learned that God can use young people too, children, adults. He talked about it in the word children prophesied and having old folks having dreams, children having dreams. He talked about suffer not the little child to come unto him. He talked he talked about the children, the young people. When you get in your head that young people have a pure love, they have an unconditional love. Think about a baby. No matter how you spank that baby, that baby still reaches for you. That baby still trusts you. That baby still longs for you, still wants you. That baby is constantly showing their love towards you because every time they see you, they get excited. Now, you have some children that have been battered, abused, but they, you know, ducking, but they, they don't stop loving you. They, they want to be consoled. They want to be loved. They want to be with, especially their parents. They, they want to be, okay? Now, that's what we learned in the month of January. Excuse me. In the month of February 2022, we started off learning that there's only one big G, and he's I am. Mm. Who did I tell them they sent me, Lord? I am that I am. Mm. What what am I going to say, God? Tell them that I am. Mm. Could you imagine or remember some situations that you had in your life and when you began to pray and talk to God, you say, Lord, I know you're the only one. God, I know you're my only resource. I know you're the only one. God said, I am that I am. And whatever situation you need, God, his name is I am. Mm. I'm the one and only. I am the truth and the light. <laughs> oh, you better know who I am is. We also learned about, God is asking us, what's that in your hands? He said to Moses, what's that in your hands, Moses? Moses thought it was just a staff. Mm. But God let him know it was more than a staff. It was going to be used for his glory. Mm -hmm. We also learned that 
the verdict had been turned over. No matter what somebody said about you or no matter what the evidence proved or no matter what it looked like, no matter what you've been, been doing or you have done, when you gave your life to God and you surrendered, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, that right there, when you surrendered that right there, God began to turn the verdict around. He began to overturn the verdict no matter what the verdict had been overturned. Somebody needs to get that one right now because of something you're going through. You're still looking at what you did. Mm-hmm. As Minister Margot said, God can use each of you for his glory. Yes. Whatever you feel you have done and you feel that you shouldn't have done, God has overturned the verdict. See, when God forgives you and God throws your sins in the sea of forgetfulness never to remember no more, don't you and don't you let nobody keep bringing up your used-to-be's, your you was, no, you did, and no, I remember when. Because, see, if you try to bring up theirs, you're going to be going back and forth. But all you got to just look at them and say, but God. Mm. See, you don't know what I know. You want to live back here, and God is telling me to press towards the mark. Yes, God's telling you to press forward, to move forward. Get out of the Mari clay. God is telling you to pick up your feet. Matter of fact, he said leave that old luggage behind because what he's putting in you in these new luggage, like the you can't put old wine into new skins. No, you can't. So that old luggage you got, leave it there. I don't care how good you used to look in that. I don't have God, how good that used to look on you. But God has a plan. Mm. God has a plan. And allow him to overturn your verdict. So you got to get a hold to what I'm telling you. That was in February. Now, we also learned in February, praising God, you got to set up some time. You got to set some time aside. You got to find some time. You got to make some time. You got to be in a timely manner to give God his praise. You know, when you sit down and you get ready to eat, whether you started on the food or you did it before, you got to give God the praise for that food. I don't care if it's a P&J. I don't care if it's just a a peanut butter sandwich or just a jelly sandwich or a syrup sandwich or a ketchup sandwich or a mayonnaise sandwich or just some crackers. You got to give God thanks. That's praise. Don't wait till something happens or don't wait till you get what you ask for. Give God praise in advance. Matter of fact, you should praise him before you even have to have to ask. How do they say you put clothes in a layaway. <laughs> you put furniture in a layaway. You may start paying on this and paying on that. How about uh, putting some praise on layaway? Mm. How about giving God all your praises before you need something? We learned that in the month of February, it's your recovery season. Mm-hmm that we was in a season of recovery. See, <clears throat> what was going on is that um, the mayor 
and the president and the governor and a couple of people said that the COVID numbers were coming down. Mm-hmm. That uh, from now on we're gonna have a little uh, COVID here and a little COVID there, a little bit of COVID is gonna be everywhere. It, it's like the flu shot. You're gonna have to take a shot every year or every so often because of your age or your health conditions. But it's no more than a flu shot. People say, well, I don't know what's in that flu shot, and I ain't putting that in my body. Mm, y'all know what's in that dye you put in your hair? Y'all know what's in that glue you holding down them lace fronts? Y'all know what's in that glue you putting on that 27, 28, or 35 piece? Do y'all know what's in those McNuggets? Do y'all know what's in that special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun salad? Do y'all know what's in the flour, what's in the milk, what's in the seasoning on your food? Do you know what's in the oil that you cook in your food? Do you know what's in the soap that you wash in your body with or the shampoo? Do you know what's in the makeup? Do you know what's in the lipstick? Do you know? I want to know. Do you know? I'm just saying. I don't know what's in the COVID shot. No, I don't either. I'm going to go a little farther. What about the toothpaste if y'all using it? You know, because some people believe in that old natural. But I believe in Rome, do with the Romans. And this is America. We take baths over here. So please stop using the get up and uh, breathe on your way. Get up. Take a bath. Take a wash up. Matter of fact, some of y'all should wash down. Just wash. With soap and water is a great combination. It works together, and the results is wonderful if you use it right. If you need direction, just email me, text me, Facebook me. I'll write it down and tell you how to use it and what order to use it in. From one to final, mm, start to finish. And in the last part of the month of January, of, I'm sorry, of February, is the fact that we learned about the keys to a happy marriage. Now, that was for the fourth Monday of the month of February. It was the keys of a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the month of March. Uh-huh, because today is April 1st. See, in the month of March, we started off learning that we needed to be informed about God's word. <laughs> that was funny, Miss Mark. Thank you. We need to be informed about God's word because, see, the word of God said there's nothing new under the sun. The word of God also teaches us that uh, you need to know for every situation, it's in the word. It's not nothing you could practice, you could do, you could say, and you could see. It's in the Word. God has told men to marry certain type of women. We don't have to repeat it, do we? Or we don't have to rehearse it. But he told them to marry certain type of women because of his plan. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. God had told us to live in certain type of places because of his plan, because he was trying to free the minds and the spirit of people. See, when you know God's word, 
God shows people that he has people that are willing to live examples, to live a life of an example. They won't bow down. Mm. I don't care how hot you make the fire. They won't bow down. I don't tell, care how you tell them that they're going to uh, die and it's going to happen. They won't bow down. We, we, it, it, the word shows us that people have tried to run from God's plan. Uh-huh. And they ended up in the belly of a whale and they got spewed out. Oh, see, you got to know God's word. You see, you're going to either do it holy or you're going to do it half. What I mean by half, with one arm or one leg, you're going to do God's will. Now, you could do it his way where you can learn to live and be happy with saying yes to God. Or you're going to end up doing it in another way where it's going to look like you had no other choice. See, I don't want to live that kind of life where I had no other choice. When God called me and I knew that that call meant, you know, uh, how they say my final, mm-hmm. my final, where he was calling me not with a threat like, you better listen to me. It was like, daughter, daughter, I'm at the door. And I decided at that door it was time to open it and say, yes, Lord, come in. Come in, oh, oh God. Come in. Suck with me. Come in and cleanse me. Come in and save me. Come in and be my God. And teach me how to be your daughter. Teach me how to be your people. See, you got to get to a point where you got to be informed that God is willing. God is able. God is ready. God is a God that is God. You know, I, I heard somebody say, God is a God that's the only one you know that is always tardy, but always on time. See, even in the Word, it tells us his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His time is not our time. Uh, it said a thousand years is like a day with God. Mm. See, some of us can't even imagine a thousand years. Because we know it was back in the biblical days, in the old days, people lived that long. If you get 77 plus now, you've lived a blessed life. Anything over that, you have lived the ultimate blessed life. But just, just know that your timing is not God's timing. But don't let God get to the place he said, okay, you don't want it. I'm going to give it to the next generation. Or I'm going to give it to somebody else. See, God is an all-knowing God. God is an all-good God. God is an awesome God. God is I am. I am going to give you a chance. Uh-huh. It's back to I am. We're back to the first part of January, I am. We're back to knowing he's the only G. You know, you want to call God a gangster, you go ahead. Because one thing I do know God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, do it not do it, and is it not done? Is it not good? When God does something for you, no man can refuse it, deny it, or take it away. Nobody can outdo God. Nobody can cancel what God has made. Mm -hmm. I 
don't know if some of y'all believe that. But y'all know what if you look in the mirror, you just sit there for a moment and think, yeah, we should have been dead a long time ago. I was talking to one of my sisters tonight, and I said, you know what? When I, I'm going to go back to this old song. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. My sister, Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, I've said this testimony before. When we were younger, we used to go everywhere to play volleyball, all over Chicago, all over the suburbs. We would go out of town. We went everywhere to play volleyball. We just, we, just, we, we was young, and, we, you know, we figured we were super women, that nothing was going to happen. People getting shot around us, people getting shot in front of us, people getting shot on the side of us, people getting shot sitting down in front of us, you know, standing over. We just, whoops, you know, that was us, but we kept doing what we was doing. We walking through courtyards and people were shooting and we could see the bullets hidden in the snow, but instead of us running, continually running, we dive in the snow like we saving ourselves. But that was because we were childlike, mind set because we were young adults. We didn't know no better. But God was so good, he protected us. Mm. Yes, that's what comes with being informed about God's word. You got to know that no matter what we did and what we went through, whatever things went wrong, you, what was, you know the first thing we said, don't you? Mm-hmm. Let me hear y'all. Can you say it? Yeah, we said that. Jesus, Lord, help me. Jesus, protect us. Don't let no harm come to us. Lord, help us get home. That was the first thing that came out of our mouth. We weren't hollering, ooh, I wonder if it's where Greg at. I wonder where Darnell at. I wonder where Roy. Now, we, didn't, we were looking for Earl and all that. We was looking for Jesus to kept, get us to that Ravenswood L so we can get home. Y'all ain't hear me. Mm, y'all ain't hear me. We had to take, let me show you how we had to go home with most of the places we was at, especially when we was up north. Got on the Ravenswood L to ride downtown Chicago to get to Clark Street Street the crossover to get on the Lake Street L, to ride to the west side, to get off the L at Tolman, to go down the stairs to walk home. Now, once we walked to the L station, where we was at, which, oh, I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but just in case for those that do, we had to walk to the L, Ravenswood L at, uh, uh, what's that, Cedric and uh, North Avenue to get on the Ravenswood L after we walked over there. Y'all ain't here. We walking through Cabrini Green because we playing volleyball or we in Rockwell or we in the Henry Hornets. We, we somewhere playing volleyball, but we had praying mothers uh-huh, because they was informed of God's word. The next thing we learned was how to seek him. Mm-hmm. We was on the altars where they, the, the mothers of the church would have us say, not, we, you know, we would be up there talking, Jesus, 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 they say you're playing with them. You keep, yeah, you keep playing. You keep playing. Something's going to happen. They would have you on the altar seeking God, seeking his Holy Spirit, seeking his presence. We would be on the altar just hollering, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And they could tell when something started happening because, see, your posture changed. Mm. Your facial and your body expressions changed. Your voice changed. The, the atmosphere started being different. You know, y'all, some people don't realize it, but we were taught young, you could smell sin. Ah! Somebody may not believe that. Hey, Bessie, thank you for joining in. 
you can smell sin. You can smell when the spirit ain't right. You can see it. You can hear it. And they would teach us how to stay on that altar till something happens. Yeah. Ain't nothing like feeling the Lord for the first time. Ain't nothing like receiving his, his spirit, his presence in your life. I tell you, it's, it's how they say the Dauphines be looking for that first high all over again. See, the best thing about Jesus, you can keep that high consistently. You can keep that constantly. You don't have to keep looking for it because his mercies are new every morning. Every morning you can experience God just when you wake up in the morning and say, thank you, Jesus, for another day. Ah, you just wake up seeking him. If you pray before you go to sleep, I guarantee you while you're sleeping, you're going to still be praying because you might, might fall asleep praying. You will wake up saying, Lord, I thank you. Like Minister Margot said, carrying for the Holy Ghost. That's what we had to do when we seek him. Once we seek God and we ask God to save us after we repented, then we ask God for the Holy Spirit. Mm. Y'all, I'm telling you, I remember the first time I spoke in tongues. I was at a church revival, and um, Apostle Hitchin was up, and he said, I don't know why. I'm going, he said, I got to say this, but I'm, somebody's been asking God for the evidence of tongues. He said, if you've been asking God for the evidence of tongues, I dare you to throw your hands up and say, it's me, Lord. And I remember throwing my hands up in this tent revival on Madison and Laverne at uh, Reverend, uh, what's his name? Mm. I can't, John, I can't even think of John's last name, but uh, we knew each other when we was in the world. We were friends. And um, his, he was having a uh, tent revival at Faith and Deliverance Center on the corner. And I threw my hands up and I said, Lord, it's me. I want the evidence of speaking tongues, with tongues. I said, God, I hear people do it and I see people do it. And I said, God, I want the evidence and I want to understand. I want the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I began to just say, Jesus, and I began all that day and that night in the service. And even afterwards, I began to speak with people but I couldn't control the tongues that was coming out of my mouth. And because God had showed up immediately, because it was something I had been asking him for evidence for, the evidence of speaking in tongues, to know that it's, not, it's just not something that just happens. Uh, I don't want to say it in a way that you don't understand what I'm saying. It's not just something that just happens because people want to say, roll my boat, driving down this road in a Hyundai drinking my Pepsi in the Chevrolet. Now, I'm not talking about tongues like that, but I asked God for evidence of speaking in tongues because I had been seeking God because I had just learned that scripture that they that seek me early shall find me. And I was seeking God because I wanted to know God even the more. I was still in, dealing in my mess. I'm going to be honest with you all. I was still dealing in my mess because I was a new Christian. Been in church all my life, but I was a new Christian because I was serious about seeking God, and I asked God for evidence that he would have been talking to me, that he had truly been calling me. It wasn't just something my family was saying because, you know, that's what was expected. But I asked God for evidence of speaking in tongues 
because I looked at it as a sign that God was truly telling me, yes, I want to use you. And when I began to speak in tongues, I knew then I had to seek God even the more. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. It said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The word of God says, seek him first. Seek him early and you shall find him. The word of God teaches us how to seek him. After we did that, we learned that <laughs> it's a divine setup. God did not change his mind about you. It's a setup. When your friends want to come up with excuses, are you thinking you all that? No. God said I am. Oh, you think you're better than us? No. God said, come out of that mess. Come from among them people. Mm. Ah, you can't hang out with us? God told me to uh, let that go. I began to ask God to change my appetite because I didn't want to look like one thing, <laughs> but I said I was something else. In other words, I didn't want to say I was a lady. But yet and still I'm walking around here in my bozo suit. Mm-hmm. I said bozo suit. I don't want to say I was saved, but yet and still I'm walking around here talking about no matter what it takes, hook or crook. No, no, no. God told me to change. Change. Walk away. Let it go. Then I started saying, God, I'm seeking you for your strength. Mm-hmm. But I had to realize it was a divine setup where God had made me so uncomfortable around people because people had became so uncomfortable around me. Because, see, I didn't want to change my mind, but I didn't want to be slipping and sliding, how they say, straddling the gate, because God found out God didn't change his mind about me. I had to change my mind about my whereabouts, my atmosphere, my surroundings. I had to change that. We also learned about, for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. If one of you all in the house decides they want to get saved, if everybody isn't in the house, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent with how you're going to act in your house. When something come up, you can't be going to cursing and acting a fool. But I'm not, no, don't get me wrong now. I'm not saying you can't set the atmosphere at home. Now, we're not going to have that. We're not going to act like that. We're not going to talk like that. We're not going to treat me like that. It's okay with being quiet. But when it looks like it's getting to be a routine, when it looks like somebody forgetting the part you play or the part provide or the part that you are put in, when it seems like they're forgetting, you, you're going to have to, now get me wrong now, pray first. They don't God to give you instructions on how to go about it. And you're going to have to say, uh-uh, this ain't going to keep happening like this. I, I, I refuse to allow you to keep talking to me like that or treating me like that. You have to get so bold in your spirit that you, when you trust God and God speaks to you and tells you how to say it, how to say how to scream it, how to yell it, how to explain it. When God tells you how to say it, as Minister Margot said, God has standards. 
of behavior. In his word, he said, whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly. So when you're walking in wisdom, because in me, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't want my self over here. I'm so high and mighty and everybody else in my house is just, no. See, it was a part, it was a part in the time and like you act like everybody else in your house. Now you have to get yourself in a position that you decide you're going to change your atmosphere and your attitude so that in the when the people in your house see you, not just the home you live in, but your family, your house, when they see you and say, I remember she used to snap out right there. She used to go right there and say, you're going to learn today. Mm, yeah. See, if I got to show you something, I'm going to show you I ain't no punk. But when they see you sit back and say, you know what, I'm just going to trust God. Or you just be quiet and say, you know what, I honor gave that to God and let it be. They're going to start looking at you like, okay, I know who she is. I ain't going to be the one that say I'm going to push her button to see how far you can get. Because you got to remember, they know you're still human, but you got to trust God and just say, God, for me and my house. For me and my house, God, I hurt my house over, my hat, my house over to you. Joshua said, I think it's 20, what is it, 24, 15? I kind of think that's the scripture that says, for me and my house, we should serve the Lord. And that's what we learned in the month of March. We also learned that <laughs> this ain't my stuff. We learned that a couple of days ago. This ain't my stuff. No matter what they try to bring to you, uh-uh, this ain't my stuff. That pity party, mm-mm, this ain't my stuff. That girl that you hear, uh-uh, that ain't my stuff. Well, I don't know what they're going to do, but I go, mm-mm, that ain't my stuff. You got to get to the point where you have to say, Lord, I want you to put something in my ear that it's going to be like my home alarm system. You know, you got ADT on your house. I'm asking God to put some Holy Ghost on my ear so when it started, that mess, my ears will start ringing, and I'll be able to say, uh-uh. I always see that. That ain't my stuff. Uh-uh. I ain't carrying that. That ain't my stuff. Mm-mm. Don't bring that up in here. That ain't my stuff. Take it. Go to God and say, God, why do I keep letting people bring things and stuff over here that ain't mine? God, get this busy, busybody up out of me because that ain't my stuff. We also learned this... Uh, Last part of the month of March for four seasons to a marriage. Each marriage has a fall, a winter, spring, a summer. That's right, Minister Elizabeth, a Betsy. I like calling her Betsy. That ain't my stuff. We have a certain seasons in our life. And with this COVID just going on, we might have felt like, caught ourselves with the fall a lot of times because we kept falling out. Mm. We figure, ooh, we're going to be in the house. We're going to do a whole lot of stuff together. But after a while, you kind of got tired of one another. Uh-huh. You know, you, you forgot. You could take a vacation in the house. 
especially if you have more than one room. Get a couple of TVs if you if you got more than one. You go watch one TV, they go watch another TV. You could act like you in Las Vegas or Santa Barbara, and they could act like they in Delaware, Connecticut. You know, you can have a vacation and what they call it a staycation, yeah, because we had to do a lot of staying in the house. And while you find yourself in these different places, you can get in your word. You can trust God. You can get go order. Not I'm not going to say order. Go back and look at the different Facebook postings. Look at the different, uh, listen to the different archives on Smile3E where you can hear different ministers. You can go on YouTube, push up a minister, listen to some word of God. Catch yourself falling in love with Jesus again. It's a song that says, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love. With Jesus, it's the best thing I've ever done. Find yourself falling in love with Jesus again. Because when we talk about the different seasons of marriage, no matter what season you is in your marriage, it should revolve around Jesus. Whether you fell in love with him or you went to the went through the winter, the cold part of the marriage where you don't want to hear what she got to say. She don't want to hear what you got to say. Or you both in a place where you, you kind of treat each other cold-heartedly or we loving each other, but we, we still, we ain't got nothing nice too much to say or it's not as often as it used to be. It's a winter season. Then you find yourself coming around to the springtime. Get your love to spring back up in Christ so that you can find yourself springing back in love with your spouse. Think about all that you've done, all that you've been through, all that you fought through. Think about how and what brought you together. I believe if you ever sit down and write a list, put a line down the middle of a piece of paper, put a line down, and you uh, find yourself where you have your do's and you don't. If you write down all the things you do for each other or that you do for him or he do for you and you do for the family and you write on the other side the things he don't do for you or you don't do for him or you both don't do for the family, I bet you your don't list will be much shorter than your do list. Now, with all of that going over for the first three months, my bottom line was, how can I please God? With everything I learned from January to now, how can I please God? Because I know God's mercies are new every morning. I want to know how can I please God. Well, and my first thing, I've got a few minutes I'm going to go through, is Revelations 3, 15 and 16. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will screw thee out of my mouth. I don't want God to say that about me. I truly don't. I I, I want to be hot for God. I want to be in a place where with God, I can't do any wrong. I'm trying to look at my other scriptures. So 
in Matthew 12 and 30, he said, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathers not with me scattered abroad. See, I don't want to be a brawler. I want to be right where God left me when he found me, where I said yes. So to end my service on tonight, I'm going to tell you the thing that I love about God and the thing that I want God to hear from my heart, the thing that I want to give to God. It's six verses. It's Psalms 23, 1-6. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thy anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I know a lot of you are probably saying, what that have to do? What that have to do with tonight's lesson? I was telling you what the different men or women have taught us for the first three months of the year. And everything they taught us was them encouraging us, letting us know what God said about us, how he didn't change his mind, how uh, Apostle-elect, our overseer, started off with us in January, the whole month of January, praying, how each leader from that point on came in encouraging us, saying, seek God. No, he's the only big G. He is I am that I am. Give him praise. Man ought to always be praying and prayer. Man ought to always be in a place where they're trusting God. They ought to always get an understanding of his word. They got to understand that God has a a, a program and God has a place and God has set up an ordinance for a family, how families should be. And no matter what we have been learning, we have learned that God is waiting on us. God wants to be a blessing to, for, and through us. And when we sit here and we look back over, we don't want to be lukewarm. God said be hot or cold. Hot or cold. He said if you're not for him, you're against him, and then you'll be set abroad. We don't want that. We want the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. We want that over our life. We want that to be our motto, Psalms 23, 1 and 6. We're running out of time for the night service. I hope you all got what God had gave me to give to you all on tonight. I'm going to pause and let anybody on blog talk that has anything to say to speak right now, and we're going to continue on with the final up of our service. Blog Talk, is there anyone there would like to speak on tonight? Okay. I don't know if anybody can get through on Blog Talk, but I just want you all to know I thank you all for 
listening in. I thank you all for uh, praying for this service that comes to you faithfully every week, uh, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time with Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and Minister Sheila Kaiser, along with Minister Brandon Kaiser for Smile 3E, I'm Shopping Iron on Blog Talk Radio. Please tune in this Sunday and allow God to bless you with the message that the uh, Apostle Elect will have for us, uh, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Please tune in on Monday night. This is the first Monday of the month of April coming up, and we want you all to be here on Facebook Live and Blog Talk at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own, again, Dr. Serena Wright. Uh, God had placed on my heart on Monday and Friday night if the speaker is doing Facebook Live or not for me to also do Facebook Live so that the people that are Facebook friends of mine and associates and family members that's not uh, connected to the one that's ministering, that they can get the word that we're not going to give a, a room for an excuse. Thank you, uh, Minister Margo, for that uh, saying, God bless me. I thank you. God bless you also. I, I want you all to understand that it's no happenstance. It's, it's no reason that we should not hear from God or want to hear from God, even if you are in another frame of mind. Ask God for a new mindset. Mm. Ask him for a new mindset. Ask him to teach you how to set your atmosphere. Get before God. It's not too late. No matter what you've done, God can still use you. The verdict has been overturned. Mm. The verdict has been overturned. You know why? Because you've been dealing with some stuff that's not your stuff. Mm. Glory to God. It's not your stuff. You have the keys to your family. Somebody is watching you. And they want to see if you're consistent so they can be consistent. Know that God is God all by himself. God says, I am. Mm. You better know that's right. He is. Yeah. Oh, I just want you all to know, I'm just so, I'm going to be looking at this for a little while about what God has been saying. Because learn God's voice. What else I have on here? What's in your hand? Whatever in your hands, let God use it. Whether it's a pencil, paper, tape measure, a pair of, of scissors where you can cut, you're cutting out a, um, a suit or you're cutting up a, to make a neck tie. Whatever's in your hand. Mm. This is your recovery season. God didn't change his mind about you. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You have the keys to the kingdom of a happy marriage. It's your recovery season. Uh, God can still use young people. Remember that. It's a setup. God set up the foundation for salvation. God's restoring his people. Know that. We love you all with the love of the Lord. Next Friday will be Apostle Antoine's service, and that's going to start at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He will be bringing forth the word 
on Friday. So please share the postings, follow our postings, and know this ministry is not something that just happened. It's something that I put together. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for watching this in the archives. I thank you all for blog talk that's listening. I'm sorry that the Alliance wasn't open for you to speak, but I trust God. I trust God that somebody heard something tonight that's going to help them get in the place that they need to get with asking God first to forgive them of all their sins and give them the desire to be saved, want to be saved, and for a new mindset. With that being said, you all, we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, you all go and get some rest. Sleep with the knowing that God hasn't changed his mind about you. None you done. None you can't do. Don't let the devil beat you down with your used to be, your has been, your what was. Uh, don't let them. Anything or anybody's hurting you, give it to God and watch God change it. Watch God change it. Pray, ask him for his instructions, and follow them. Follow them to the book. Follow them to the record and watch God do a new thing. It's a new season. Mm. It's a new day. Watch what God is doing. Watch what's going to come your way. Don't get scared. I'm telling you what I know because I'm telling you some things happened to me over the last couple of weeks. I had to cry because of the anger. Because of the anger that rose up in me and I said, God, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than me. It ain't even about me. God, I don't care what it is or where it comes from, but God, I give it back to you. I had to get into a place that I know God has changed me because, see, the old me would have reacted because it would have been like, you're going to learn today. I ain't the one. But I sat there and I said, God, do what you need to do. Even though I was mad because God told me to shut up and be, mm, can, I, can I be honest? And because I couldn't be Renee or Sparks, mm-hmm, I had to let the God take care of the anger with me, which had built up so it brought tears to my eyes that I had to cry. Mm. The only thing I've ever been guilty of is caring too much. But you know where I got that from? I am. He said, I am love. Ah! It ain't me. That's why I know God real. Okay, everybody. Love you all with the love of the Lord. Ain't nothing you can do about it. I pray that you all receive the word on tonight. I pray that you all are honestly and truly praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, for myself, the different ministers on this line. I truly pray that you are praying for us. Not playing for us, P-L-A-Y-I-N-G, and not praying on us, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. Because you know what? God said what you do for his, for his house. You bless God's house, God will bless you. So with that being said, good night. Amen. Good night, blog talk.